Welcome, welcome. My name is KB, and this is The Greatness Project, where we cultivate greatness through the power of thoughts. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, my greatness fam. As always, my name is KB, and this is The Greatness Project, and I thank you guys for listening. Now, I want to talk to you guys about something that moves us, whether it be music or to movies, just art, artistic visions, whatever it is. There are just so many artistic and creative influences available to us at times that, it, for me, it just makes it hard just sitting through it. Like, what, what I mean by that is, you ever go to a movie or you hear a song and it's just like the stars aligned when they made this song or the stars aligned perfectly when they made this movie that as you watch it or as you listen to it, the song, it just invokes all these different emotions inside of you, these creative and artistic visions inside of you that you start thinking like, man, you know what? I, I need to go home and write. I need to go home and do something. I need to get in the booth. I need to get the studio. Whatever it is that starts to speak to you that thing, that that movie or that song just invoked that emotion inside of you. And to me, that's one of the dopest feelings. That's one of the best feelings ever. But I know, for me, I'm inspired and I'm moved by people. People are just so awesome and just so talented that most people don't even know how great they really are and how great they really can be. So it's always fun kind of talking to people and watching people grow into their greatness as I did. And overall... Just talking to people and just hearing their stories. But in particular, I can remember a time back in years ago, maybe about 2007, when I saw this movie, right? And, and this movie changed something inside of me. I believe it changed my entire outlook on movies and what's possible with movies, period. And actually ended up changing the movie industry as far as the visual effects and the temperament and the lighting of the movies. Because the movie wasn't just vibrant with color. It's kind of a dark, drab movie, but the visual effects were just so stunning. It was a movie called 300. Now, there is no way, after seeing that movie, that you can tell me that I wasn't a 300 Spartan warrior. Right? I thought I had the six-pack. I thought I had the red cape, the sword, the shield, the everything, the Jesus sandals, everything. I thought I was a 300 Spartan in my past life. There's no way you couldn't tell me I wasn't a Spartan. Because that movie just resonated with me and connected with me so much that it changed my views on movies, my views on artistic visions. And then you start seeing subsequent movies come out after that that kind of mirrored that same type of uh, visual effect in that same type of feel. One of the movies that came out shortly after that that almost looked similar just in a different setting was Sin City. And that too was a great movie. But that feeling I spoke of, that's this feeling and that's the, 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 the mood that we need to try to tap into when we're out here trying to invoke our greatness, when we're trying to find the greater version of ourselves or improve upon ourselves and, and just walk with our passions and live with our passions every single day. We need to tap into that emotion, whatever it is that you think about when you hear that perfect song, whether it be how you want to go be a skateboarder, you know, music makes you want to go lift weights or go do something hardcore, whatever it is, that's truly, I believe that's truly what, that's what you're passionate about. 
because that is something that is speaking to something inside of you, your internal spirit, that internal dialogue that starts to develop as you listen to that song or you watch this movie. So we need to find a way to try to tap into that because that right there, I believe is our greatness speaking to us. You see, when I, when I watched that movie, I thought about all the different things that I really wanted to do, but I wasn't doing. Like I was thought about working out. I thought about being a police officer. I thought about, you know, chasing bad guys down and apprehending them. I thought about saving lives. I thought about changing lives. I thought about all those different things that I truly wanted to do at the core of me. At the core of me, I wanted to do those things. But yet, at that time, I wasn't doing them. So think about the things that you think about. The feelings and emotions that, that are invoked inside of you. And what does your mind drift to when you have those moments? Because that, the, the, wherever your mind drifts to, I believe those things are your greatness speaking to you, like I said. But on the flip side of that, we have to be aware on what's on the opposite side of those positive feelings and those positive emotions. Sometimes we watch things and sometimes we listen to things that ha- make us have like a negative vibe, a negative feeling or effect on us. Right, And it makes us think negative thoughts. And our thoughts, as we already covered, lead to our actions. Right, Before the regret comes the thought. Or take that back. Before the regret comes the action. Before the action comes the thought. You think it. You act upon that. And then later on, you sit back and you regret that. Like, ah, man, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Why did I? Ah, I just got caught up in the moment. I was mad. I just... Damn, I messed up. See, but if we can control our thoughts, then we can use those thoughts to govern our actions. We don't want to think anything that's going to make us act in a negative way or respond in a negative way. We don't want to think anything that's negative because we're only going to get negative back. You get out or you get back what you put out. If you put negative out to the universe, you bet your bottom dollar that's what you're going to get back. So, we have to be cognizant of the songs and the music and the the type of influence that we ingest. That's all we're doing. We're ingesting it and we're internalizing it. Because think about your favorite song. Think about when you just broke up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. All of a sudden, your favorite artist got that favorite song and it talks about F this person and "Ah, I never want to see you again. And I'm glad I'm over you. And you just play that song until it's over and over. You play that song until it's dead. And even then, years later, when you go back, well, that song takes you right back to that moment in time, those feelings, right? Because our minds don't know the difference between it being a real thing or just a, a creative inspirational thing, meaning it doesn't, your mind doesn't d- differentiate between that being something real, a real event in your life or just something that you thought and you had a physical reaction or emotional reaction to it. So it, it imparted it in your brain, embedded it in your brain. It's like a computer chip or a, or a computer uh, a tower, hard drive. When you tell it to save something, it's going to save it. It's going to mark that file as whatever you just tell it to mark that file as. Our brains works in a similar fashion, right? You told your brain that that song reminded you of this guy, Larry, who was the worst boy ever. And you just never want to see Larry, how you cursed the day you ever met Larry. So every time you hear that song, you're going to think about Larry. You're going to think about things you went through and the feelings that you felt when you heard that song. 20 years from now, you hear that song again, you're going to have the same feelings and the same emotions 
as if it was fresh that day. Because in your mind, you've marked that song, you've connected that song with those feelings, with those patterns, with those emotions, with those vibrations, negative vibrations. So be mindful of that when you're listening to your music, when you're listening to or you're watching these different shows and diff different movies. I think, in my personal opinion, one of the worst things that could have ever happened is the reality TV craze. Because people are watching these reality TV shows and these negative shows such as, you know, the Love and Hip Hop, LA, Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, New York, Bad Girls Club, and all these different type of shows that just depict people in the worst possible situations and they're reacting in the worst possible ways. And then pe millions of people are going to go watch that. So what do you think when they're confronted with those situations, what do you think they're going to react like? Right? Because you watch that stuff because you agree with it. You like it. You're entertained by it. It's not just entertainment like you just, you just, you just somebody doing magic tricks. But it's something that you subconsciously say, man, if, whoa, I wish somebody would do that to me. Man, I wish somebody would. But you see the way she, you call your friends up and you say, man, you see the way she just slapped her? You see the way she lied? Oh, I hate her. Oh, she always lying. You get so emotionally invested into these characters and these people that you think that they're real and not knowing that these things, these shows are scripted. They're on a set performing for the camera. So the, 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 the writers and the co-creators of the shows put them in these situations around negative people because they know that this person said when she see this person it's going down. So what do they do? Put them at lunch. Act like the other, her, her nemesis just happens to know that they're at lunch or just happens to walk by. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you was here. Oh, my goodness. What you doing here? And all of a sudden, powder keg explodes and they're fighting. They're scrapping. Hair weeds flying everywhere. And it's drama. And we tune in. We're buying that. We, we fell into that trap. Hook, hook line, and sinker. We're, we're digesting that negativity. So then when you have a nemesis or a negative person in your life that, that rubs you, that moves you in a similar fashion, right? You subconsciously tell yourself the same thing, right? Because you are envisioning that, that person's nemesis as your nemesis. And then that's why you end up saying, oh, I hate her. Oh, she, she always lying. Oh, I just don't like how she got, I just don't like her attitude. Because now you have a personal connection, a personal feeling to a fictional character, and till nine times out of ten, that person in real life is not even like that. But on that show, she needs to be like that because that's her that's her job. That's what she get paid to do, to antagonize and to be that one that brings the drama. So, as I said before, we have to be cognizant of those things. We have to be cognizant of how these different things move us and what do they move us to do. I, I prefer to ingest things that move me to be greater than I was yesterday and to be greater tomorrow than I am today. I feel like I'm great sitting here right now recording this episode, but tomorrow I feel like I need to be better. So I'm going to listen to things and I'm going to read things and I'm going to ingest different things today that allow me to wake up tomorrow with a greater sense of purpose. Although I feel purposeful today, I want to feel two times better tomorrow. And not even two times, just one-tenth of a point better tomorrow is how you get to your greatness, right? We strive to be better every single day. I'm not going to sit here and watch a negative TV show because anybody who knows me knows that I used to love watching a show called The First 48. 
right? But I, I, after a while, I start to realize, once I start to get in this mindset and get in this mode, I realize that it's just negative. It's showing people at their worst, human nature at its worst. We're just killing each other, destroying lives and destroying families. And then they show people who go out there and try to catch them in the cat and mouse game. And that used to intrigue me because that was something I was interested in. Right, because we only watch things that we're interested in. And I brought that up to a friend of mine who likes to watch those type of shows and, and the, the drama shows and the fighting and bickering back and forth. And then they have a reunion show where they're fighting and bickering at the reunion show as if they hadn't seen each other since then. But they saved it, pent up energy for the reunion show. But I brought that up to a friend. She's like, well, no, I just watch it because it's entertaining. I was like, well, no, you watch it because you like that. Like, you kind of like that drama in your life. And if you look at that person's life, they had drama similar to that in the past, present, and they're probably going to have it in the future because that's what they're inviting in. That's what they're putting out to the universe that they like. And the universe is going to give you back exactly what you tell it that you like. So, and I, when, I, when I brought that to her, she did, kind of didn't agree. I was like, well, do you watch home improvement shows? Do you watch shows on how to build cars, how to build engine blocks? How to restore kitchen cabinets? She said, hell no. I said, why? Because I don't do that. I'm not interested. Exactly. And she caught herself. I said, exactly. You're not interested in how to build a damn engine block. You're not interested on how to restore cabinet or, or wood, wood, uh, wood cabinet work. You're not interested in those things. So you don't watch those things. You watch what you're interested in. So by you watching that drama, Vicariously, you can just say that you're interested in the drama. You're interested in that negativity. You're interested in those negative vibes. And you are ingesting that stuff. So when it happens in your life, you can't say, I don't want no drama. I'm, I want to be positive. I want to be drama free. But yet we watch and we listen to things that are just filled, riddled with drama. On Instagram, social media, we watch uh, all these different type of websites and different posts that are just riddled with drama. Someone else's drama. And we get entertained by someone else's drama. So when it happens in our own life, all of a sudden we want to push back and say, nah, I don't want this drama. Nah, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. I don't know how. It's because that's what you're putting out there into the universe. So if we want to rise above that, if we want to use our greatness to inspire others, if we want to remain in a positive state 24-7, 365. We have to ingest quality information. We have to ingest positive vibes. We have to ingest positive situations and, and, and occurrences in our lives and we have to take them in and we have to keep them there. We can't just say today I'm going to be positive and tomorrow I'm going to just let this, I'm going to kind of watch this or I'm going to do this and you know it's not something that's going to be constructive or something that's going to bear to you. It's quite simple. If it does not make you better, it's going to hurt you in some kind of way. There is nothing that's really in between. And if there is in between, why would you want it? Why would you want something that's neither good nor bad? It's just there. It's just, it just is what it is. Why would you want that? Nobody wants that. So if it's not a positive thing, if it's not something that's constructive, that's going to push you to the next level or move someone to the next level, don't ingest it and don't and certainly don't serve it. Don't speak it. Don't let don't let negativity even come out your mouth and don't let people speak ne negativity to you. Now, I don't mean they're saying something negative. So, hey, hey, don't talk to me. But I mean, just being around your co-workers, being around people in your life who are always negative. 
you have to kind of keep those people at bay. Because best believe their negative vibes and negative energy will rub off on you. It might not be a permanent, but they might steal your joy and your happiness just for that moment. And it's not worth it. It's yours. Keep it. Cherish it. And don't let nobody take that from you. That is given to you by God. That peacefulness and that, that, that serenity is given to you by God. And you're going to let somebody come in and just take it? You wouldn't let somebody just come in your house and just take whatever. Like, sure, sure, just take whatever you like. Oh, that vase was given to my great-grandmother. She loved that vase. I love it too. But you can take it. No. You're going to fight them for it. You're going to say, you mean, you bet not take that. You bet not test that. And that's how we need to be with our positivity, with our, with, with our happiness. We have to fight for it. Don't let anybody rob you and steal you of your positive vibrations. But like I said, also be mindful of the positive vibrations that you put out and that you receive in. So as I go, I would like to leave you with this quote. And it's from a man named Norman Cousins. And he says, Death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss in life is what dies inside of us while we lived. My name is KB and it's The Greatness Project. I thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to The Greatness Project. Be sure to follow on Instagram at the greatness underscore project. And remember, thoughts are the genesis of greatness.